welcome back to another episode of Thoughts from Pool Therapy, the podcast that feels like you spend a day at the pool with your besties. My name is Megan, and I, of course, will be your host for this upcoming podcast episode. Now, folks, when I say it feels like you spend a day at the pool with your besties, I really mean it on this one. Not that that wasn't true for the other episodes. However, I have my best friend, my wifey, my former college roommate, and all-around just wonderful person, Katie Berry, on this week's episode. We also have her husband, Peter, and my mom, Becky J in the peanut gallery or whatever you want to call that for the pool so I guess some some pool peanuts and some floaties and noodles whatever anyway they're there as well (laughs) Uh, but this episode really focuses on me and Katie Uh, we talk about our college antics that we used to get into together we tell some embarrassing belly flops (laughs) Um, some great stories about how we met how we why we joined our sorority and, and how we went through that process Uh, We talk about our Zodiac, of course, our Enneagram a little bit, and we also talk about, uh, we go into the deep end about Katie's journey journey with finding a therapist and just doing therapy in general. Guys, this is just a really great episode that I'm very proud of, so I can't wait for you all to hear it. Please let me know what you guys think, comment on the posts that I put up tomorrow, or I guess today since you're listening, and let me know what you think. I can't wait for you all to hear it. Welcome, Katie. To thoughts from pool therapy. Hi! Yay! Yay! I have an avid fan, Katie Berry, on the podcast. I've listened to every single episode. Yep, she's a dedicated, true fan. Uh, Katie is one of my best friends. I have known her since 2009. We were randomly assigned as college roommates at Lynchburg College, now the University of Lynchburg. Insert eye roll here uh, <laughs> about the name change. Um, and we have been best friends ever since, um, going on 11 years now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I also have mom here, Becky J. She's a first-time podcaster. Uh, she's here Becky in the corner living her best life. <laughs> Hello. We also have Mr. Barry, okay. Peter Barry, in the corner here as well, recording with us. Um, mom and Peter will be offering some input as they see fit. But this is mostly just me and Katie and Mel. Of course, it's Melanie's here. Um, Hello. We haven't come up with a nickname for you. We need like a cool pool themed uh-huh. nickname Please. for you, Mel. Yeah, you're my floaty or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. <laughs> no? Okay, we'll go back to the drawing for that one, Mel. Um, yeah. Sorry, bad suggestion. <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop it. We'll try it on. It's okay. <laughs> She's my noodle. <laughs> That's it. Sorry, I Mel. like that one. You're okay. decided. <laughs> Uh, well, Katie, you know how the, the drill goes. You know how the, the program goes. We have mm-hmm. the three questions we ask every single guest. Mm-hmm. We have a cannonball question. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we have some listener questions. And you will also have to answer the question from last week's guest, uh, which was Mr. Corey Waugh from Australia. And I'm not going to tell you that yet. We're going to do that at the end. And then you'll have to ask the next guest a question. So lots of questions to be asked and lots of things to be discussed. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> The first question we ask every single guest is, what is your sign? I'm a Cancer. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. We have Cancer on board. <laughs> yep, she's a little crab, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say Katie's necessarily crabby. Um, Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we, maybe we should ask Peter that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Peter doesn't want to weigh in Yeah, no, one. Peter's being smart. Yeah, yeah good answer, smart. Peter. But it's funny, actually, I know that the topic of this is Katie and how she's a cancer, but Peter actually shares the same birthday as Melanie, who is a yeah. Gemini. 
So we have two Geminis here in the room. Well, real Gemini twins. Real Gemini twins. Yeah, um, for real. And then my mom and I are both Virgos. So we got two Virgos, two Geminis, and a Cancer. We all walk into a bar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> an Aquarius and half an Aquarius. On the way, we have an Aquarius in the womb. Um, not my womb, Katy Berry's womb. <laughs> um, Spoilers. Yeah, clear that yeah, no, I am not the child. Very child. It is the baby berry. Baby berry. Baby berry. Um, coming soon, January 2021 or February 2021. But uh, he will be an Aquarius. Um, so we're excited to meet him eventually mm -hmm. and see how yes. he fits household. <laughs> um, but yeah, Katie's a Cancer, and typically what I know about Cancers is that they are very maternal. They're um, the caretaker of the zodiac. They are very domestic they're the mm -hmm. domestic goddesses domestic of the goddess. <laughs> zodiac um do you agree or what do you know about your your zodiac sign or what yeah what do you know um i i don't know much beyond that it's a picture of a crab oh okay um <laughs> we were talking earlier and i told you that i know more about my enneagram type than i do about my my sign yeah mm -hmm. so um but i feel like maternal and domestic mm -hmm. like I've always been kind of like the mom of yes. my friend group. And mm -hmm. I would agree. It's funny because Cancers and Virgos are, Cancers are the, the caretaker, but Virgos are also very um, giving and very, um, they're not called caretakers per se, but they're they're just very people oriented. So it's funny that like we're both twos. If you look at our Enneagram, mm -hmm. we're both givers and we're both like the, the caring, the helpers. Yeah, the, the helpers of the Zodiac. So that's kind of fun. Um, I, what I've read about the Cancers that I know uh, they are very, they just like to help people and they are very, they're, they're people oriented as well. <laughs> so I think that, I think that fits with you. Yeah. Everything I've always read. I mean, that makes sense. My job is very people oriented. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And is a more maternal role. Yes. Being a, And now you're going to be a mom. Yeah. So, I mean, that's as maternal as it gets. There we go. <laughs> Do you, uh, everyone agree the peanut gallery? Yes, absolutely. Perfect. Thanks, Mom, and for I weighing that, in. I think that Katie is a domestic goddess. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> that comes out as an inside joke from college when Katie and I were living together. We must have been looking at our zodiac or like our um, horoscope, and it said that the domestic goddess or cancers are domestic goddesses, and yes. our old roommate Shelby is also a cancer. So we always used to joke about that. But I would definitely agree. Um, mm -hmm. and Katie and I are both two, so that automatically, I think, makes us even like we're best friends obviously for several reasons but because we we're both oriented yeah. yeah excellent the cancer the crabby cancer <laughs> sometimes crabby cancer <laughs> um the next question is what are your top three favorite things right now i've been thinking about this a lot i've been prepping for yes, this she one. has been <laughs> okay so my first favorite thing of the week is the fall weather mm -hmm. i'm I'm glad that, and I'm, I know you you don't have it, Mel. Sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, we're in North Carolina right now, where Katie and Peter live. Uh, we are obviously from Florida. We live in Florida now, uh, where we don't have fall. We just have less hot. But the leaves are changing, and I feel like I can make soup, and I can wear long sleeves mm -hmm. and sweaters, and I love it when it gets cold enough for soup because. I like making soup. It's easy. And then leftovers are always good. Domestic so, goddess. I'm just glad <laughs> soup and sweater weather is here. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, my second favorite thing of the week is the uh, the Great British Baking Show came back a couple oh, weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
My nail salon used to play that when I would go get my nails done. I yep. love the baking show. <laughs> it is so wholesome and so precious. Um, so I look forward to that these days. They mm-hmm. have new episodes on Netflix every Friday. Um, and then my third favorite thing of the week is visits from good friends. Aww. Oh, that's us! Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> Yeah, mom says she'll drink to that. Mom, would you like to share three favorite things of the week, or is that two on the spot for you? Um, I could probably do something with that. Okay, um, please. <laughs> my three favorite things this week are my beautiful rings that the girls gave me for my birthday. Oh, okay. Out. Yeah, I still um, look at them, and love them, even though I've had them for a few weeks now. Um. I'm also loving this fall weather up here. I'm really enjoying the brisk morning that we had this mm-hmm. morning. We wore sweaters and jackets today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jealous. <laughs> we wore sweaters and jackets. Yeah. Um, and then I, my favorite thing today is we just had a great day at the, went out and had some pizza and beer on this beautiful patio area mm-hmm. down in, uh, at Winston in Winston Salem, Winston Salem. Yeah, yeah. It's just really fun sitting outside in the nice weather and with good friends, and it was a great day. So it's a good day. Thanks. Love that. Now, Peter, would you like to share three favorite things of the week? Rapid fire. I also am also am thoroughly enjoying this fall weather. Um, We've got the fire going yeah. for the first time um, this season. So that's super fun. Um, had an awesome day um, out of the town with mm-hmm. good friends that we haven't seen in a while um, and just enjoying cuddling up more with our puppy dogs. Yeah, <laughs> cute. I have two really cute, adorable dogs, Penny and Lily, and they are actually two of my favorite things. <laughs> Aww, um, but I combine them into one. Um, taco mama, which is what we had for dinner last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was delicious burritos, chips, salsa, queso, Mexican macaroni and cheese. Oh my God. Ooh, that sounds yeah. good. And then the funfetti birthday cake that Katie made for mom and I for oh, a belated birthday. Oh, thank you. Are, are my three favorite things. Melanie, what are your three favorite things? Um, of the week. I was prepping for this like yesterday. So, oh. Okay, work. Um, the barbecue chicken pizza that I got from Splitsville the other night. Love that for you. Yep. Um, number two is the Daily Drive playlist on Spotify. That Spotify. Have you heard about this? No. Yeah. So, not, but not be. sponsored, but like should be because it's we're a podcast and it you right. play it on Spotify. So, yeah. you're welcome. Um, just throwing that out there. Um, but every day, um, Spotify makes a playlist for your drive and it's songs that like, it's like songs that you like overplay. So there's like, you know, lots of Shawn Mendes on there and lots of Hamilton on there and all that jazz. But then they put on like related artists too, like, and like songs that you haven't heard. And then in between like a like five songs is like news of the week which I like normally skip because I don't really care um and I just go to the next song but like if you want to listen to the news then it's like a 30 second like it's news clip. that's cool yeah um so that's number two um 
What? <laughs> Just laughing at you uh, trying to think of your third thing. I thought you yeah. said you prepared. Um, <laughs> those were, I only prepared two. So um, <laughs> number three is the pumpkin bread that I made. Oh. Yeah. What's and it then good? I made, yes, I made more for me and dad since you guys are away. And I put chocolate <gasps> chips in them. Yum. Okay, rude. <laughs> but but mom did, said that she didn't want chocolate chips in her pumpkin bread. So oh. that's why. Huh? Drama. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, excellent. Thank you for sharing all. Uh, I agree with all of them, except I haven't had the pumpkin bread with the chocolate chips in it. So. I'll make Can't you some. Thanks. Um, excellent. Well, thank you. And now Katie. Mm-hmm. The last question that I ask every single guest. Mm-hmm. This is what the podcast is all based on. This is how it started. This is where it came from. This is the root of why we're here. Well, not why we're here here in North Carolina, but why why we're here recording this podcast. Um, What is your therapy? What helps you unwind when you are stressed or anxious or feeling kind of in that spot where you need to just calm down? What's your version of pool therapy? Um, Well, not pool therapy because I don't have a pool which Mm. I did but I don't yeah um but I I have several different things Uh uh-huh um so if it's like small enough for me to handle Mm -hmm. I like to bake oh yes Mm -hmm. um which Peter blames me for gaining his (laughs) COVID-19 because at the beginning (laughs) of quarantine I was baking a lot mm-hmm. baking is just so regimented yes like mm-hmm. you you have mm-hmm. to get to the zone of making sure you're measuring things right and like you can only focus on your baking otherwise you might mess something up mm-hmm. so it it gets me out of my headspace and gets me thinking about something else mm-hmm. and then when I'm done I can eat my feelings accurate so, <laughs> so it's twofold there you go love that for you <laughs> or Peter can or right or Peter or Peter can eat it <laughs> Yep. Yes, yes. Peter's the human garbage disposal as he's self-appointed. Perfect. So baking's kind of like something you can control mm-hmm. that you can, you know, take your mind off things. Perfect. Yep. And if I need to talk it out with someone, I will talk to you mm-hmm. or Peter or my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like talking to other people and kind of even if I don't necessarily need someone to offer me solutions sometimes right. talking it out helps me come yeah. to my own my own solution yeah. yep I say that about schoolwork all the time like I know that's not the same thing but I say that sometimes I just need to talk something out for me to figure out what I'm doing <laughs> so that makes sense um you are actually someone that I've talked to a lot not that I don't talk to you prior to this right. a lot but especially right now because I let as you all know as I've said on all the previous episodes that I've been going through just even worse anxiety than like your normal generalized like run of the mill anxiety, but just the general like global trauma going on the right COVID now. Anxiety. And the COVID anxiety, the not having a job anxiety, the not really knowing what's going on anxiety, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, election anxiety, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but you've been someone that I've been able to talk to through text message or FaceTime or phone call. I remember I called you, I was FaceTiming with you one morning and I was like crying. <laughs> I, I, you called me and I was like in the middle of crying and you're like, oh, what's wrong? And we were able to like chat and I was okay. And so you're definitely someone that I talk to when I need, like, mm-hmm. since we're not, you know, in the same, like in college when we needed to, to talk it out or like vent or whatever, 
it's almost like that just over the phone or mm -hmm. FaceTime. So yeah. yeah, excellent. And then I also see a real therapist. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I have a, right after college, I had, um, I was diagnosed with depression mm -hmm. and had a really hard time. And so um, started seeing a therapist when I lived in Virginia. And then when we moved to North Carolina, I was feeling really good. And then COVID happened and mm. found out I was pregnant. So, I, and I know that um, women who have a history of depression and anxiety are more likely to suffer from um, postpartum depression. Mm. So I kind of wanted to stay ahead of that. So I found a therapist here and I see her once a week, once every other week. Yeah, that's, that's been, excellent. That's been really helpful. Yeah. Um, if you want to, I know you just did kind of share your journey, but mm -hmm. um, how has it been like, I know people have a hard time finding a therapist that works mm -hmm. for them or even like the thought of like getting a therapist can be very, it's hard for people to get past. It's a hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a hurdle you have to get past. And I was the first time I found my therapist, I actually, um, reached out to someone I already knew very well, who was not a therapist, but was in, um, a position to be able to say, this is how, this is the steps you can take to mm -hmm. get there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and she actually sat with me while I called the people. And like, so she gave me that, that just kind of emotional and like physical support of being in the room with me while I made that call. Yeah. And then, um, when I found out we were moving to North Carolina, I kind of wrapped things up with my therapist in Virginia. And she said, you know, if you ever feel like you need help finding someone again, a really good way to find someone is to go through your employee assistance program. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so most, if not all employers have some sort of employee mm -hmm. assistant program. It's anonymous. Mm -hmm. They can't like, they don't report you to your employees. So you don't have to worry about, or your employer. Uh -huh. um, so you don't have to worry about like your concerns or your whatever's going on being reported to your job. Right. Um, but the people they connect you with are like the really certified people in your area. They're not just mm. someone who's going to pop up in a Google search. Nice. Um, so that's, that's how I did it. I went through my employee assistance program. And typically if you go that way, you get like a few sessions covered by the employee assistant program. So you yep. don't have to, um, like the intake appointment is always more expensive than like your regular appointments. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you go through your employee assistant program, if you're worried about finances, then that covers your intake appointment too normally. Yeah. Disney, I know oh. um, they used to do five the mm -hmm. first five sessions were, were covered, but now they're doing yeah. 10 COVID. Oh, so you have nice. 10 that's sessions great. with EAP. Yeah. Um, so here's your um, um, PSA. PSA now. Get the help you need because mm -hmm. it's available to you. Yeah. Even if you aren't at Disney or whatever. Talk to someone who is going through that or, you know, take the time to do that. It's not, you know, it's a hurdle that you have to overcome to, to it's, like. It's a mental hurdle and it's, it's not a physical hurdle, but like not you have like getting yourself to the point where you can make the phone call mm -hmm. is is a hurdle yeah that's a, a mm -hmm. big hurdle and plus it's also weird like I know when, when we were in college there <laughs> I said this yesterday I came home one day and Katie was in the dark <laughs> uh in the living room watching 500 days of summer crying and I was like are you okay and she's like I don't I yeah and she was just like weeping and that was obviously like she was going through a kind of a downswing of mm -hmm. what eventually was diagnosed. 
um, so it's just like, you see these things happening. And like, I lived with you for three years. Yeah. I mean, technically I, I didn't live with you junior year, but you might as well. Have. I basically did. <laughs> um, but it's funny. I knew you and you don't know what, what's going on inside the, your head or unless you say something or acknowledge it. So mm-hmm. I'm very glad that you have gotten the help you need and you are, yes. you're in a, you, you, I mean, from what I can tell, you're in a great place and you are getting ahead of the postpartum that you might encounter after the baby's here. So I'm very proud of you. Thank you. So excellent. I love that. So we were, we went out to the deep end a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's great. Katie. Yeah. So mom yeah. says, <laughs> Peter, would you like to share anything or add anything to that? No, I think starting off and getting the help that you need is a hard step, and, mm. but it's an important one. And um, even if that's a slower process than you'd want it to be, it's a step in the right direction towards mm. a healthier lifestyle and way of being. And uh, certainly our relationship um, has gone through some challenges there with the ups and downs, mm. but mm-hmm. um, all of the uh, improvement uh, with the counseling and Katie's emotional well-being has um, really helped to solidify and uh, keep things going in a positive direction. So yeah, uh, it's important to have support um, with your partner and have a, a good team. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You try. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And that is awesome. Peter's yeah. always been a big encouraging factor for me. Like he can tell when I'm having a harder time and when I started to have more of a heart like a more regular heart, harder time harder time yeah <laughs> outside with, of the ordinary with COVID yeah um he was kind of like maybe you want to get in touch with someone mm-hmm. and he's he's always been pushing me to take those small right steps in the right direction excellent we love supportive partnership yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's great well I love that and I'm proud of you and just happy that you have found and taking the steps you need to do to feel better. So that's good. Thank you. Yes, love that. Um, so now we're gonna switch gears completely to the cannonball question, which I oh, think gosh. is hilarious. Um, <laughs> Melanie knows what it is. She kind of rolled her eyes at me at first, but she's like, no, 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 ask it, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I sent an eye roll gift to her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this question is, so I'm excited for it. <laughs> I cannot wait for you, your opinion on it. Oh, no. Um, as we have um, already indoctrined, there is a one-minute answer time limit on it. So once I ask it, that's when your minute will start. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware of the time limit. No, we added it. She has a minute to, yeah. Yeah. to think about A minute answer. to answer. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just got to. Yep. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yep. Cargo pants. <laughs> Fashionable or just functional? And <laughs> 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 before my minute starts, can I explain yes. why this is yes. funny? Yes. So, so Peter left. Yes. <laughs> Peter has exited the building and now he's back. My husband Peter during the summer almost exclusively wears cargo shorts. <laughs> Peter, you're not allowed to answer or say anything yet. This is going to be Katie's minute. Okay, here's my minute. Okay, so for Peter, they are functional. Peter works in outdoor recreation, and so yes. he is carrying 
carabiners and equipment and gear he needs for all his stuff. So it is functional. Uh-huh. I'm not sure I would ever describe cargo pants as fashionable. <laughs> but I understand why he wears them and I support him. Okay, 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 okay. Now, what about other people? Yeah, what about Peter, other people? Though? Besides like, Peter. Do you yeah. wear cargo pants? No. <laughs> I almost spit on my drink. Uh-huh. Um, and if you're like, I don't know, little kids wear cargo shorts a lot. <laughs> that should say all. Thank you. That's yep. the end of the day. Thank you. Yep. Peter, rebuttal? <laughs> Are they fashionable? Are they fashionable or just functional? I think everyone goes through a phase. <laughs> it's just a phase, Mom. Oh, it's just an eight-year phase. I, it's one that has its practicalness, and it's... I have that, and <laughs> I've gotten enough jabs from Katie and other friends. I I'm had, not a friend, I guess. In this case. I, I had friends threaten to rip my cargo short pockets off of my cargo shorts. I would never. <laughs> I would never do that. Peter has gotten better. Yes. Like he, yes. he owns shorts that are not cargo shorts now. That's good. And if, if we're They're like... They're more of my yard work shorts. Though. Yes. Yes. We'll okay. take it. That's fine. Okay. Well, that's this week's cannonball. Um, I would, I'm on the same page. <laughs> Peter's indirectly attacked. Thank you. Um, I asked that because I knew Peter was going to hate this question, and I knew he was going to be in the room when we were recording. And I knew Katie had opinions on it. Um, and I'm on the same wavelength as Katie. Melanie, do you have any thoughts on cargo pants? I, no, not really. Okay, we love apathy. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yes, I would agree that they are functional, but never have I ever seen a pair of cargo pants that's fashionable. Thank you. That's the end of the cannonball segment. <laughs> I'm kidding. And that's uh, the end that's, of the podcast. Good night. That's the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank Bye. you. One time I was in Seattle and I saw this store and all they sold were utility kilts and they're kilts with cargo pockets. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> So it's not only cargo shorts, it's cargo kilts as well. Well, sign me up, buddy. Now I know they can be fashionable and functional. I'm glad I never went that route. Oh, yes. <laughs> we are thankful. Um, no, I don't think kilts are fashionable <laughs> anyway, so. Um, Hot take, cannonball. That's a cannonball. Yeah. Yep. Um, thank you for all answering to uh, the cannonball of the week. I'm sorry, Peter, if you felt attacked. That wasn't a direct attack, just an indirect one. <laughs> Excellent. So now we're going to get into our listener questions. A few from Instagram and Facebook. So we're going to kind of uh, go back and forth and see how long we can <laughs> go before this gets too long. Um, the first one comes from Beth Ware. Hi, Beth. Thank you for- Hi, Beth. I know you can't see us because we're, it's a podcast, an audio podcast, but hey girl, we're waiting to you. Uh, she asked a few questions. The first one says, how did wifey's first start? Um, well, <laughs> freshman year, uh, we were participating in Relay for Life. Yep. Out on the Dell at Lynchburg College. That's what we call the quad. Yep. And one of, what organization did we decide it was? Gay Straight Alliance. The Gay Straight Alliance. Alliance. What one of their fundraisers was they were performing wedding ceremonies so like <laughs> you paid five dollars and you could get married yep to someone at relay for life you know it was legal we had a paper with our names on it 
second. Yep, I said we were going to frame it. Um, yeah, so we, we got married for Relay for Life at, at, at Relay for Life. Yep. And that's when we started calling each other wifeys, mm-hmm. kind of as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it continues to this day. 11 years later, we're still wifeys. Yes. Peter knows this place. <laughs> <laughs> He's the third wheel. He knows. <laughs> Love you, Peter. Do you just feel attacked by like, this friend. whole? <laughs> Peter's like, why did I agree to do yeah. this? <laughs> um, yeah, that's the story of how wifey started. Um, we actually start. Beth said that we started a trend with her and Melissa, and she's thankful for that because Beth and Melissa call themselves wifeys mm-hmm. now. So our legacy lives on. Um, she also wants to know our favorite memory in Sigma. What made us join Sigma? Uh, so for those of you that don't know, uh, I don't think some of my friends from Disney might know this. Um, Katie and I were in Sigma 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 sorority in undergrad, and we are now obviously we're still we're members, still members. but <laughs> we're still sisters. <laughs> we're not undergraduate members currently. Um, we joined spring of 2010. Mm-hmm. I joined through formal recruitment, mm-hmm. and then Katie joined a couple weeks, two mm-hmm. weeks later, maybe yep. through informal recruitment. Um, and we got initiated together and everything. I went through circle degree and all that together, obviously, since we graduated together. Um, so I joined strictly because it was another activity to join, I think, <laughs> honestly. And I had a lot of older, um, like sophomores and juniors, yeah. upperclassmen that were in Sigma that I really liked. Um, and I mean, it wasn't your typical fraternity sorority experience at Lynchburg College because mm-hmm. the campus or the students size was just so small. So it wasn't anything you see like on television or anything about Greek life. It was very different. Um, so I loved it. It was mm-hmm. a sisterhood, like a real sisterhood. Um, Katie, thoughts? Um, I joined because I wasn't originally planning on joining. Yep. Um, Cannonball, I uh, judged you a little bit when you were like, I'm going out for formal recruitment. I was like, really? Why? <laughs> Whoa. This is the first time I heard about this. Let me sip my tea. Cannonball. <laughs> it's like, I just, I didn't think mm-hmm. that either mm-hmm. of us were the, like, I didn't think we were the stereotypical seen on TV sorority for sure. women. Yep. I would agree. And so when you said you were going out for sorority recruitment, I was like, ew. <laughs> Are you sure? Okay. And then she came back super late, like every night for a week. And she was like so stressed out, but always talking about how much fun she had mm-hmm. and talking about the women she met. And I was like, oh, I've seen that person around campus and I know they're involved in A, B, or C. And um, so it was kind of neat hearing from someone going through the formal recruitment process but being able to not have to go through the formal recruitment process if i was going to redo my sorority recruitment experience i would have done an informal event because it was a lot less stressful oh so much less (laughs) i wouldn't play Candyland for an hour and got my bid yeah i had to do a whole it was too much yeah i hated it but um so after megan got her bid and started introducing me to some of the other sigmas i was like oh this isn't the crazy stuff I've seen on TV or mm-hmm. the crazy stuff I've heard about from other people at much larger campuses. Um, maybe I'll go to an event and see what happens. And like I said, I went and I played Candyland for a little while and <laughs> met a lot of really amazing people and decided yeah. to go for it. Yeah. So Katie's was a very different experience than mine, but I would have preferred that. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad I went through the uh, informal yes. Um, and my favorite memory is probably when we were mm-hmm. 
pie guys, which I guess is bad because <laughs> it's technically not a stigma story, but I did love being pie guys. Um, for those of you that are not Greek or have not done that experience before, pie guys are people that help with their recruitment counselors pretty much. Um, they disaffiliate from their sorority for the recruitment process. Uh, so we didn't have to go to any chapter meetings. We didn't have to go through recruitment. We weren't allowed to talk to our sisters. Couldn't talk to our sisters, but in all honesty, that was fine because me and Katie were together. So like, <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> if we had to do it not with each other, that would have been oh, miserable. That would have been hell on earth. But um, yeah, and the group of girls that we did it with was really fun too. So we all hung mm-hmm. out together. We ate together. We came up with our like reveal dance together. We went on retreats together. Retreats. We were with mm-hmm. Tabitha, who was one of our favorite hey, people. Hey, Tabitha. Hey, Tabitha, if you listen, you broke in some questions, so I'm hoping you do listen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was just really fun to like, I mean, this sounds bad, I guess, but not have to go to, not have to go through formal recruitment as a sister, which was always kind of intimidating and just kind of, I don't know, a was, lot of work. It was really regimented. Yeah. And so a lot of work and stress a different kind of stress than the the women going through recruitment but it was stressful yeah so I think that's my favorite memory but <laughs> our sigma that's not a good one I I did enjoy being pack guys um I also remember very vividly right after getting my bid one of the first things I did at the chapter house was they had a Disney movie night yep mm-hmm. and we watched the princess and the frog and no one knew that the firefly died at the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah. We, we were all sobbing yeah. at the end of the movie because no one knew what happened. Yep. And I just, that's like one of my first Sigma memories. And it was just the, I mean, there were probably 20 people in the room with two couches and a bunch of blankets. Yep. Like we were squished onto these college couches and just, <laughs> It was just a really fun night and some of my favorite memories from freshman year when we first got initiated or we weren't even initiated yet I don't think was when we hung out at the chapter house and we watched movies the group Mm -hmm. of girls that lived there at that time it was like Jamie and Danielle Mm -hmm. and all them they when they lived together that was fun to just go over and like watch movies with some upperclassmen that like were cooler than us us. (laughs) (laughs) us watching Glee and doing our not doing our homework in Mont Mont Hall what is that Montgomery Montgomery Hall Mm -hmm. yep um thank you Beth for those questions and I hope we answered them to a uh, <laughs> adequately um Alicia Marciano one of my professors and one of my good friends uh says what do you miss most about LC mm. Katie do you want to answer that first mm, I miss being or, or having friends readily available. So accessible. <laughs> like, yes. No matter where you were on campus or what you were doing, Lynchburg was small enough that you knew pretty much everyone, everyone. It, not only in your own program, but yeah, like walking across the Dell, you, you were guaranteed to see someone you knew. And so like freshman year when we were in the dorms, we could just poke our head out into the hallway and there would be five, six, seven other yeah. girls out in the hallway talking and making plans for dinner or talking about going to a lounge and mm-hmm. doing homework together. And um, even after we moved out of the dorms, we were always, the housing was never spread out enough that I felt like we couldn't just find someone 
to be with. And I think that was something I really took for granted as a college student. Yep, for sure. And now that I'm an adult and I have my own place to live and I can't just walk out into a hallway <laughs> and find seven other people to go eat dinner with or yep. hang out with for the evening. I would say that's, that's also mine. Um, just like, I was so sad when we graduated and like standing in our kitchen of our little like basement dungeon house that we lived in, um, (laughs) just being so sad that like, I wasn't going to have you like right across the hall to be like, Katie, let's go to cookout or like, (laughs) let's go to sheep. Yeah. Or someone to text to be like, Hey, do you want to come over and do homework or blah, blah, blah. Just, and when we were freshmen, we would keep our doors open Mm -hmm. to our hallway so anybody could pop in and out. Um, so that was just really cool. And we just had a really great, like the college is just so fun. Like mm-hmm. being in college was just so fun. We didn't really have other responsibilities other than work and school. And it was just, I mean, being in college was fun for us. So, yeah. and we were really close friends. So yeah, yeah, that's what I miss. Um, and I mean, some of my favorite college memories, she also asked what our favorite college mm-hmm. memories were, mm-hmm. but the, one of the ones that came to mind as soon as I read that was the breakfast in the cafeteria yep. for finals week. Oh, the midnight breakfast. Yeah, the midnight breakfast. Yeah, um, that's always fun. They would keep the cafeteria open to like two or three in the morning and you could come in and work on your homework and your finals and stuff. Um, and they'd serve breakfast foods. Yeah. Like a couple hours in the evening too. It was so fun. Square potatoes. I don't know why that was so much more fun than Regular the other breakfast. times. Yeah, but that was just so fun. And plus it, it signaled that it was the end of the semester. So like whatever class you were going through that was terrible, you were almost done with it. I think so. it was, I think one thing that made that really fun was everyone who went to the midnight breakfast went and brought their computers and their books and it wasn't just a let's hang out and have a meal together it was like we're going to eat together but then we're all going to study so you looked across the whole dining hall and everyone was studying for something and that was really motivating that's true yeah and I like staying in the cafeteria to like two or three in the morning yeah it was a different (laughs) study space than yeah one of the breakout rooms rooms or the Mm -hmm. library or yeah. Yep. And there was one time at the midnight breakfast when I um, fell backwards in my chair. <laughs> Who did I talk about? I don't mind this. I don't think you were there at that one, but mm-hmm. I went to, someone threw a sugar packet and I went to like grab it and I flew back in my chair and I was on the ground <laughs> and the people around me clapped. I was like, hi. Thank you. One of my greatest <laughs> accomplishments in college was not breaking any of the dining hall yep. dishes. I didn't either. I really thought, like, I thought day one I was going to be the one standing there with a plate on the floor shattered, <laughs> and I made it. And if you know me, you know that's, that's, a pre- that's a pretty big accomplishment for me. Yep. Melanie? Yes? Did you ever break anything at York in the cafeteria? Oh. oh I- <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I don't think so. Good job. Peter, did you ever break anything in the cafeteria? No. Good. Mom? Really? <laughs> no, I didn't. I was never in the cafeteria. <laughs> you never went in the Lynchburg College cafeteria? Oh, no, I meant like if, if you were talking about me and my college, but oh, I was oh. never in the cafeteria. <laughs> That's so, correct. Um, but I don't think that I broke anything in Lynch, at Lynchburg College. No, I don't think either. you did either. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that we all made embarrassing. it <laughs> We didn't break anything, but we may have. Nope. We, we may have walked Stolen out. Stolen some or, stuff? Yes. One or two little dishes. Lynch for college, you can't come get me. <laughs> I've been gone for seven years. Anyway, uh, Katie Katie asked a really cool question. Mm. How have you maintained such Ditto. a strong relationship even while living so far away? Ooh, that is a really good question. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Visits. Uh, 
Okay. Oh, Becky. Who do you think this is? No, yeah. But what mom said, I think because we're, we actually see each other every summer. We have since, I think since I've been in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie has visited every summer. Sometimes I see her in January when she comes to see her mama and papa mm-hmm. uh, in Claire- Claremont. Um, but also like just technology now. We have FaceTime, we have texting, phone calls. Um, I think we had a really good foundation though too. True. Because during the school year, we weren't always on campus together. You'd go like for breaks, you'd go home to Maryland and I'd go home to my family. Mm-hmm. And even even over the like one week Thanksgiving break or the few week long Christmas break, we would still be texting or mm-hmm. when leaving things on Facebook walls was a thing. Yeah. We stuff on each other's <laughs> Facebook walls all the time. Is that telling how old we are? Um, and so I think we carried no. that into yes. post-graduation life too. We, we mm-hmm. still, even if it's just a text or a, look, I saw, I found this TikTok video and send it to yeah. you. Like, <laughs> like when you send me a TikTok video, it's not just, oh, she sent me a funny TikTok video. It's Oh, she's thinking about me and she thinks I'll think this uh-huh. is funny. I, I will think this is funny. And um, so I think just having that foundation of maintaining communication with each other, even if it's not every single day, right, was really right. important. Yeah. And plus, we both understand that each other have lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so not like, like when you text me, if I don't respond back immediately, you're like, well, she'll get back to me when yeah. she can. And same goes for me when you text mm-hmm. or when I text you. Um, so yeah, it's just, I mean, adulthood friendship is different than college friendship because college was very accessible and we were living together and we built that friend foundation and we're the only couple that I know to successfully get through separation, almost divorce Mm -hmm. and still come out stronger on the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah. End of of sophomore year was uh, rough. Katie and I had a brief stint, uh, sophomore year where I almost moved out of our apartment because Katie was friends with my ex-boyfriend who I really hated and he would come sometimes come around and I was just like, you know what, this sucks. Katie's my friend. <laughs> Katie's um, my friend. Katie's my friend. Um, and you know, that whole petty drama, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I almost moved out and then we went to winter break and came back and that's how I remember it. Mm-hmm. And then after, after that second semester was fine. Mm-hmm. We were even closer. Well, it must have been later in second semester where we, we mended the bridges because yeah, by the time we had repaired things, you had already signed up for your dorm in um, McWayne, McWayne so, which I think was good for you junior year because junior year was insane. It was. It was crazy with activity, school, etc. I miss not being in the same house as you. Yeah. But I think for you... Love that journey for you. Love that journey for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, Katie and I went through a brief stint where we weren't as friendly as we are now. Nearly as friendly. <laughs> no. Um, we like saw each other at nighttime, but we both had to be in the same room together and that was it. Yep. <laughs> but look at us now. Yay. 11 years going strong. Yeah. <laughs> we made it over the hurdle. Um, but yeah, we do have a strong friendship. We do. So yeah, go us. <laughs> Um, Jordan asks all the way from Butler, Pennsylvania. He was on last week's podcast. Jordan. Uh, well, two weeks ago, I guess, when you hear this. Um, yeah. what's the craziest thing you two did in college? 
Mm. Um, spoiler alert, me and Katie were not crazy at all no, in college. We were not super crazy. Uh, we learned the hoedown throwdown at midnight. <laughs> oh. Peter's giving us a surprise face. Oh no, are you thinking about that? Thinking of something. Y'all go ahead. The party? Is that what I'm thinking of? I'm not talking about Asia bubblegum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The night before we went to meet our mom, the trip. Okay. So Katie, Peter, and I are all thinking of the same story. So we had... They tried to deny it. (laughs) This this truly was our craziest night, though. Like, I don't think we ever did anything crazier than this. Was it senior year? Yes. 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 So we went to a party. Well, it was like all the fraternity houses were having a yeah, party. Was- Sigma Nu, Sigep, which is Peter's fraternity. Um, they were all having parties. It was Christmas time. Yeah, it was their Christmas party. Yes, because you were wearing a Christmas sweater. Yep. Um, I was at the Sigma Nu fraternity house, and I had had a cranberry vodka, but it was all vodka and like a splash of cranberry made by my little page hammock. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I drank that, and then Katie was out gallivanting around at the Sigep house. Yep. She ended up at the Sigma Nu house because there's a picture of us out on the front porch and Katie's like got her two thumbs <laughs> up in the air <laughs> well we anyway we got super sloshed well I wasn't like crazy I, I was but I blame Peter's best friend because I had gotten to the point where Peter was like okay you're done and then his best friend realized that I was done and I was probably as drunk as he had ever seen me and so he poured me a double shot of tequila on top of no him. no I had cut you Uh-oh. off and he came to me and asked for a double shot oh, of that's tequila it. for him. Yep. I, and yep. I poured it for him. And I come around the corner and I see him feeding it to you. <laughs> and I was mad. Yes. We were of age. We were, I will say this. Yes, we, we were of age. 21. Um, then the next day, we had to meet our mothers in Richmond, Virginia. And we had to drive a 15, pa- I had to drive a 15 passenger van for a student activities board for SAB. Yep. With a full van, two short pumps. Katie and I rolled out of bed the we, next morning. Yeah, we rolled out of bed, and I think we stumbled into our hallways, our hallway at, at our house, and we were like, oh, Lord, what have we done? And we had just started, like, drinking. We weren't, we were not crazy yeah, partiers no. in college mm-hmm. like this. <laughs> so I was hungover. This is probably the, the old, well, yeah, probably the only time I was ever hungover in college yes, was this. This was this. it. And we somehow managed to convince the 15-passenger van full of freshmen and sophomores <laughs> that stopping at McDonald's was an excellent idea. I mean, we were already going out on the road anyway. What were they going to do? We were like, who wants McDonald's? Yeah. We, we, got in, we picked up the van, me and Katie. And like Katie wasn't in SAB or anything. She was just coming around. She signed up for the van ride to come along with me because I was driving the van. And I, it was kind of a tradition to meet our mom. Exactly. So I got in the car and I looked over at Katie and I was like, I think I'm going to throw up driving this car we hadn't even put the car in gear yet we were like no. oh no and 15 passenger vans if you've ever driven one everybody you know that they kind of sway oh it was bad oh <laughs> we picked up the kids and i was like okay <sighs> got can't throw up can't throw up so we got mcdonald's and everything was fine and well and we were both like oh my god do you think our moms are gonna know <laughs> we were go- the other part of that we, we were going to meet our mothers who we didn't want to tell them that we were like drinking no, we, the night before but we were old enough i don't know what i don't know why we were nervous about that but we were either, like oh my god our moms are gonna know did i know no oh, i never knew until i told you the story like last year or something or whatever i told I you melanie. I did melanie come with yes melanie yeah. was there mel did you know we were drunk no or hungover I mean. okay good good i don't i really don't remember probably pizza kitchen probably what'd you say mel 
I really don't remember that trip okay. all that well. So were you drunk? It would have been it would have been memorable <laughs> if we had caught on that we were hungover. Yes. So that's probably a good thing that she yeah. did. Excellent. Let's see. Callie wants to know, was Megan just as strange in college as she is now? I would not. Thanks, Callie. <laughs> I would not describe Megan as strange. She's a weirdo. Ah! Oh, I am weird, but she's um, eccentric. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> that actually word. Greg Camerling's question, Greg Camerling all the way from Winter Garden, Florida, asks, what's one word you would use to describe each other? Oh, cute. I know. You can say one, two, do you the, have your word? I don't have mine. The first word that comes to my mind when I think of you is kind. Mm-hmm. Katie's just got a very kind, gentle aura and soul about her. The old soul yeah. for sure. Yep. So. I agree with that. Is that too boring? Sorry. No. I one. <laughs> no, mine's probably going to be boring too. Um, I would say positivity when I think about you. Because no matter what's going on, you like you allow yourself to have have your your moment to process it Mm -hmm. and then you always come out on the other side more positive than you have been (laughs) and like that always when we lived together when we were in college like your positivity always helped me feel more positive about things and you're just very uplifting maybe that's the word I was looking for uplifting Mm -hmm. That was a boring. Mine was really boring compared to. <laughs> oh, oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, and the last question before we go into it, it's Corey Waugh. He he asked another question. What's the most unusual thing you've learned about each other when we were roommates? <laughs> um, most unusual thing. What? <laughs> I can answer this one about me. Okay. You learned about me. Okay. You learned that I led a very sheltered life with my. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Katie and I, when we first met, Katie and I, um, I, I wouldn't even, I don't even know how to like say, say it, but like we were raised differently or not really raised differently, but grew up watching different stuff. We're allowed to watch different stuff. Yeah. I just. Katie my, was more sheltered than my, sheltered. Yeah, my, par- my parents were just more particular on what I could watch on TV or not. And Katie's the oldest of the mm-hmm. four kids, so she was the guinea pig, just like I was. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they also have, she has brothers, and I only have Melanie, just two girls, so it's I, kind of a dynamic. Um, so Katie and I, it was like three weeks into knowing each other, and I tell the story <laughs> a lot, so if you heard the story, I'm sorry, but it's funny. Um, Katie and I were laying in our beds. We had beds raised up. And we would watch TV at the end of the, at each night. And it was usually like Cake Boss or Taxi. What's the taxi one? Oh, um, 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 um. yeah, the Cash Cab. Cash Cab. Um, but we were flipping through the channels. We barely knew each other, <laughs> randomly assigned to each other as roommates. We're already getting close. Like we were close. Um, but close enough that I felt comfortable asking this yes. question. Katie, I come on, I turn on BET and I'm like, oh, it's whatever movie this is. And Katie goes, Megan, what is <laughs> Melanie? What does BET stand for? <laughs> and I just like laughed it off, like, oh, ha ha ha, that must be a joke. Like, she's joking, it's funny. And I, 
I go, Katie didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, oh, it, it, and I'm trying to be nice. Like, I don't, I barely know Katie, so I don't want to like insult her. So I go, oh, it's, it's black entertainment television. And she goes, oh, okay. And I was like, she, she actually didn't know. She really didn't know what that stood for. <laughs> that's one of my all-time favorite Katie and Megan stories. And that just shows you like how we started off to how it shows you how we far we've gotten to today. So, <laughs> um, let's see the most unusual thing I learned about Megan. <laughs> um, Megan is not afraid to put herself out there, whether it's like singing or dancing or doing stuff like you're not afraid to make a fool of yourself mm. if it's going to make someone else happy. Yeah. Like, I just think about the, the sore. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the, 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 what is that? The giant the dance party. The yeah. orientation. Uh -huh. The giant dance party at sore. The luau. The, the luau, yes. Yep. Um, our the crazy videos that we used to leave on each other's Facebook wall that started with you and your friend, Christina, uh -huh. singing to each other. Yep. And, um, yeah, I was, I was very, like, I would have never put videos of myself like that on <laughs> Facebook until I saw you do it. And then I was like, Oh, I probably fine. shouldn't have done it either. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Remember when you step on people's Facebook walls and that was like a form of communication. That was fun. <laughs> Um, excellent. So those are all the listener questions we're going to go through, but now I'm going to ask you the question of the week from the guest from last week, which was Corey. Mm. Corey, um, again. Corey asked, what are you most proud of? Mm. Which I thought was a really good that's question. A good question. Mm -hmm. That's cute. Yep. That's a really good one. Um, I'm really proud of, hmm. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning, I have learned my personal boundaries a lot more as an adult. Like I have learned to respect my personal boundaries mm. as an adult. Um, like in, I'm very much a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so in college, like if it was Sigma or if it was Panelonic Council, like I would always go out of my way and bend over backwards to do whatever yep. that organization or a person needed me to do. And now as an adult, I'm learning that I can't do that and take care of myself or be here for Peter. And so I'm learning, I've learned to respect my own personal boundaries of my time and yeah. what, what I need to have Your a well balanced life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's excellent. I think that's a great mm -hmm. question or great answer to that question. Mm -hmm. It was a great question. Great. Thank you, Corey, for that question. And I hope mm -hmm. you that answer. And if you didn't, too bad. <laughs> um, so Katie, what would you like to ask the next guest? What, what, what question are you just dying mm -hmm. to hear them answer? And it's funny because you don't know who it's going to be. I don't. Does it have, uh, mine's not going to be as deep as Corey's. That's <laughs> Corey's yeah. Like, Callie's was, what's your stance on aliens? <laughs> like, yeah. So anywhere between those yeah, two. Yeah, aliens to most proud moments. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> sorry, Peter's being Aliens. <laughs> um, I want to know what their favorite board game is. <gasps> Love that. Oh, that's cute. I like that. I'm going to answer that right now. Mine is the game of life. And I know you're not asking me, but <laughs> I just really love that game. That's a good one. Yep. 
What about you, Mel? Um, I think the game of life as well. Copycat? Oh, whatever. <laughs> I think I've played that with you guys before. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's fun. You played Bananagrams earlier, and I love that game. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Though. But Ooh. I didn't. No. Yeah. Peter. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think it's time for us to say goodbye, but thank you, Katie. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Mom. You're here anyway, so. <laughs> like, you, were, you came us. with me. Um, but thank you for being on the podcast, Katie. I can't wait to have you come back. Thanks um, for to having do another me. Episode. It was fun. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a lot more stressful than this, but it was fun. Oh, no, it's just like chop- chatting. It's just I like, like it. we talk. Yeah. So love that. Thank you, Melanie, as always, for, for being here. Nice to see you, um, And we will <laughs> talk to you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>